Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Back with another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. Joseph Pavone here. Sean Dutra. What? Joel is Pavone is in the building. What up, fellas? Mailbag episode. Oh! Yeah, that's right. We got the mailbag. Thank you guys for sending enough questions that we ain't doing this from the pool. <laughs> that was never going to happen, man. Yo, I, I, was, I was serious about that. Yeah, we walked in and Sean dead ass looked at me and Joel so serious and was just like, where's your bathing suits? I'm just saying, Tripoli or no Tripoli, we're getting in the fucking pool. Let's go. <laughs> Night swimming. <laughs> you start blasting some REM right now. Start hearing water splashing towards the end of this podcast. Yeah, man. Nah, man, I think the pool days are behind us. I know. Summertime. Unfortunately, is it's clear as fuck, though. It is. Today is a good day. I've been keeping up with the pool, man. Yeah, these days are numbered. Any any day over eighty four degrees, it's just that's we hit it that day. We hit it that day. Yeah. We had a pool party. I had a pool party here when it was that wicked hot weekend. And everyone was like, "Stay inside." I was like, "No, I got a fucking pool." Oh, it was like ninety something. Yeah, I was like, no, we're going. In, we're going in the pool. There's no one in their right mind that wouldn't go in the pool that day. Next year, Sean, maybe next summer we'll do it. Yeah, man, we got it. Maybe. But instead, we got the mailbag episode. All right, we got a bunch of questions here. We're going to answer. We uh, asked you guys to hit us up on Twitter and other social media platforms, and you did, and we appreciate that to our followers. Yes. Now, just so you guys know, we haven't seen the, these questions. Nope. Joel has. Yep. Joel has these questions lined up, Mister Social Media himself. And uh, <laughs> Sean and I are going to answer them, you know, without knowing at all what Joel's going to say. So, by the way, favorite mailman. It's be or wait, what? Favorite mailman in pop culture history. Who's your favorite mailman? In pop culture history, yeah, pop culture history. Who's I only know, I only know one. Who? Carl Malone. Okay. I was thinking more of like TV, but Carl Malone, oh, that's fine. I think we you all said, were. You said pop culture. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Carl Malone's yours. I mean, he did. He did wrestle. Mine's the. Mine's. said like he's a legit mailman. Mine's Carl the. Uh, mine's the uh, country singing Asian mailman from Hey Arnold. That's my favorite. Oh, that's a good one. That's a damn good one, man. Every time I see a mailman, I think of that guy. That might be my favorite too. 
Let to snag that from you. I mean, you got the I guy from Cheers. You got the guy from Cheers. I never watched Cheers. You got the guy. Well, uh, now, now, now that I know what you meant, how about the guy, the mailman from uh, Chuck and Larry? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, that's a damn good that's one. That's a really good one. That's a damn good I'm telling you, man, mailmen in pop culture, underrated. <laughs> Think about your favorite one. That's pretty funny. That's an underrated movie. That's a, yo, Chuck and Larry is <laughs> a funny fucking movie. That's a great movie. Could it be released today? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Couldn't. No. Thank, thank you, 2019. I handle with care. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that guy's in a bunch of other those movies yeah, too, yeah. man. He's my my favorite is right before he wants to say the last one, Adam Sandler just goes, All right, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Close the door on him. Uh, yeah, no, Chuck and Larry's a great movie. <laughs> Chuck and Larry's a funny fucking movie. Yo, isn't that crazy though? You think back like 10 years ago, the things that you would see on TV and in, in, in movies, and you can't even come close to saying those things nowadays. No, not even close. Yeah. Not even close. Even though that movie still rings true today, it's like. Right, it's but on all the, the time though, which is funny to me. It's on, like, yeah. you know, network TV all the time. Yeah, but if but you, the it, words used and the slurs in it, like you yeah. can never make a movie yeah. like that. If now. you tried to make that movie and you were like in the production room, you're like, "Here's the thing, this guy's not gay, but he's gonna pretend to be gay." Right? They'd be like, "Nah, nah, man, we ain't fucking." Yeah, we don't know about that. Nah, nah, nah. Ving, Ving, Ving rhymes. So and Ving there was a great message. Oh, Ving rhymes, man. Yeah, his, the basketball his, scene. Yeah, his, no, no, the shower. The, the shower, shower scene <laughs> after the basketball. Yeah, yeah, put your hands down. <laughs> he said, "Would you? Would you want some of this? Let's <laughs> get ready to fight him." <laughs> everyone, oh, you're talking about whoa, that scene. Oh, whoa. I think you're talking about the one before that. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> help me tell my parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at the Hangover. That was ten years ago. Yeah, remember when he uh, they pull up to to, to pick up uh, what's his name? The guy who thinks he's a he's a dentist. I mean, he thinks he's a doctor, but he's a, he's a dentist. Yeah, and he goes paging Stoop. doctor. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> like you can't even say that now in a movie. Nope. <laughs> his girl was just like, "These are your friends, huh?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that still to me, they did fuck that up by making sequels, but that's probably one of the oh top, the original oh yeah top five comedies of all time. Oh, the original, yeah. yeah I think the Hangover top five comedy of all time. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think that was the only. Well, one of the few R-rated comedies to be number one. It was number one in the country. Oh yeah, yeah. Because rated R comedies is it's very it's tough to, to sell that many tickets. That movie, it topped the box office. Yeah, we saw that in theaters. Hey, my bachelor party's coming up soon, man. Never know. Oh wow, are you you going to top that one? Yeah, we're putting Joel on the roof, bro. <laughs> <laughs> How about we put Stu on the roof? <laughs> no, Stu's got to be Stu. Oh, man. Stu's got to lose a tooth and marry a stripper. So I think why, that's fucking, that's possible. So why is Joel got to be Doug? Man? Well, right, right, gotta be Doug. <laughs> I guess I would be Doug, but I'm not fucking missing out on that's this That's Doug. Shit. That's him. That's him. Then we're going to find our best friend, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a mailbag episode. Yeah, it is. Yeah, get ready for more of this. Let's go, baby. Be best friends that anyway. Yeah. Oh, I'll be that guy. Absolutely. Yo, Wolf packing it up. I'll be the guy with wanting to be, wanting to be blood brothers. Yo, <laughs> yeah, we we are uh, making a blood pack. Joe Sway, give me the knife. <laughs> is this we hot- are making a blood pack. Is this hotel pager friendly? Yeah, my bachelor party. The hotel we're going to is that pager friendly? <laughs> <laughs> is this the real Caesar's Palace? In case we haven't mentioned this too, but we're going to Miami. I don't know if people. We're yeah, going yeah. to Miami. I think, I think we talked about, like, talk about like a month ago. Was it last week? Last what episode we? we talked about like getting tattoos and you know when we were kind of rambling at the end there. But yeah, yeah, man, that my bachelor party in Miami. Come on, join us, man. If you're in, if you're in the Miami area and <laughs> you're listening. If you want to go see the Pats, actually, oh, yeah. we'll against be the, at Dolphins. the Pats Dolphins game. We'll be there. We'll be there. Hit us up. Hit us up. <laughs> we won't have our podcast equipment, but we'll, shot you we'll be on Snapchat. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to have a 
interesting social media that 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 weekend. It's gonna be quite a weekend. We have, we have to go live on Causeway. We might have to do that. Let's do. We'll go live on Causeway. Yeah, of course, you're down. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Sean will go live for hours. I'll go live. We'll just fucking. So I would be like, put the fucking phone down. Just <laughs> at the strip club. Yo, let's go live on Causeway, man. <laughs> I'm getting my a lap dance like, hey, Cosway, what just up? Like, just like the drive. He goes, are you live right now? So he was like, are you live right now? Yeah, yeah, you're on Cosway. Say yeah, something. Put, put that phone away. Bro. Put the fucking phone down. <laughs> so mad. As you're live, too. The funniest part about being live is just everyone's, everyone gets the notification like, boom, Cosway she's live. And it's just like, Vroom. everyone like looks at it real quick. And then Huge all of a rush. sudden it's just like, eh. <laughs> it's like, you did not entertain me. And then Sean's just like dying for them to come back. So he's, you just, he's doing whatever he can to get the viewers back. <laughs> Thirty seconds to entertain me before and it's you just go live. Drunk and babble. Before you go live, you better be fucking better riding be a bull. This or better some be something shit. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Joel. What we got? What's the first question? Mailbag question number one. What you got? Music for this it comes to us from Aaron. Shout out to you, Aaron. Oh, uh, there we go. Bucks nerd revenge. He wants to know. So how do you feel about the tandem of Tatum and Hayward defensively in the front court, having to guard the likes of Antetokounmpo, Horford, Sabonis, Siakam, etc.? Are either of them strong enough to hold their ground? Hashtag Causeway Street. Okay, say that. Say that again. Who are we worried about in the front court? Are we, are we going to do this every every question? No, just say the first part. <laughs> the tandem of Tatum and Hayward mm. defensively in the front court, having to guard the likes of yeah. front courts of the East. Uh, I don't feel good about it at all, actually. Really? No, I don't. Yeah. I yeah. Don't. Now, yeah. if we're talking about Jalen Brown, I feel a little better about uh, that. I would group him in with the same concerns. I don't think he can guard a with Siakam Hayward or and, a Antetokounmpo. Well, especially or Hayward, though. No, here's the problem. No, I think the problem is is he makes a great point is that if you go small, which they will go small to get enough talent in that lineup, then defensively you're going to suffer a little bit. I think that's when Marcus Smart comes in, and that's Ooh. why I think Marcus Smart you know, as much as we want to say that he might, you know, have, to, he might have to play, Sutter. he might have to, he might have to start. He might have to start. You know what I mean? He may have to start. No, but I think what the question is alluding to is in, in those end of the game situations, like you need a stop. Who you know, are you comfortable with these guys? And I think if we're talking about a wing defender, I think it's got to be Jalen Brown. Until Jason Tatum can prove that he can be a, a solid defender. Well, I mean, but the, yeah, the question though kind of loses more to, Hayward, to the front like, court. Uh, though. I don't know. What's up? The, the question kind of alludes to just the front court. Yeah, in but it, it's a good point because that technically, if you if you take out Cantor, who obviously isn't a great defender, right? I mean, you could throw Cantor in there too. If you're talking about Al Horford, who's going to guard Al Horford? Mm. Right. I mean, I think we know the front court defensively is going to be a little bit of a struggle. But do you think? Let me let me say this. Do you think that Hayward has more to do on the defensive end this year than he did in years past as a Celtic? Because I think I think he has to, yeah. But but well, he was a pretty okay defender. Yeah, you know, no one, no, he wasn't a bad defender. Yeah, I don't in Utah. think I don't think anyone ever called him a bad defender. Kind of yeah. like you know the way some are calling Cantor. They're like, oh, like his one on one defense isn't great. Maybe yeah. you know every now and again get a stop. But yeah. with Hayward. Yeah, Hayward, because his versatility and because of his size, can guard multiple positions. But, you know, you do lose some length there with, with Hayward being gone and Baines being gone as well. So are you guys worried? A little bit. Yeah, that's my biggest concern, man. That's bit. what I've been saying all summer. You know why I'm like, not worried? Who's going to guard opposing bigs? Because I'm it, not worried. Because why? My man, Brad Stevens. I think it's a market smart. We'll have a plan. 
and Marcus Smart will be part of that plan. But I think I think when you're talking about team defense and length, they got length. I well, mean, ironically between enough, between the three players that'll play that that the swingman position. Ironically enough, last week ESPN's um, their yearly plus minus in terms of like where where teams are gonna like end up in the, at the at the end of the year. Has, they had the Celtics at second, rankings? yeah, team rankings. But it's not like it's it's based on what's the dude's name, Pelton. I can begin his first My, name. That that fucking dude. That dude, your your favorite guy, Kevin Pelton. Kevin Pelton, yeah, his, oh, yeah. that fucking guy. His, R, guy. his his uh. So you can throw these his fucking RPM. rankings right out the window. Yeah, no, well, I'm, <laughs> he has the Celtics at number two in the East. Okay, so it'd be That's Milwaukee. Not a good sign for us guys. It's Milwaukee, and then the Celtics, and then Philadelphia, right? And the reason being is even though they lost. Um, you know the front court depth of Horford and and Baines, they're going to be the only team, or one of the only teams that remains in the top ten in both offense and defense. Yeah, because it kind of evens out. Yeah, because I think you get a lot from Brad Stevens. Uh, they also said they're going to win forty seven games, but that, that remains to be seen. No, as a second seed, Kevin Pelton. <laughs> who the fuck knows what the fuck he's smoking? I mean, uh, I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned because I think that. You look at teams that have succeeded. They haven't had great defensive bigs. Their defense, their best defenders are in the backcourt. Mm. Look at look at the Warriors over the past couple of years, right? Do they have great defenders? Clay. Uh, they got a really important one in the front court, Draymond Green. Draymond Green. Yeah, yeah. They, I, they, I they think have. that's what's missing from this team. So, so like do, they have, do you great, have they have that great Marcus Smart though. Is no, Marcus they have Smart great team Draymond Green. They have great team defense. Exactly, and I think that that's what that's what'll be okay. With Brad Stevens will we'll, we'll get Brad Stevens will his get teams, these guys to defend his teams over the years. Generally, are good at, at on defending, the defensive end. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you don't have you have you have a couple lockdown defenders, which you still have in Marcus Smart, which you still. I mean, I, I'm not totally sold on Jalen Brown as a one-on-one yeah, defender. I don't, know, I don't know if I would critique him as a lockdown defender. Yeah, no. He's, but he's a, a he's, solid He's defender. okay. He's okay. But I think t- as a team, I think Brad Stevens has systems. Brad Stevens understands how the NBA works today and knows like, hey, we just got to close out on the three-pointers. Mm. You know what I mean? And then everything else will fall into place. Like, I think that that step of mentality that the team will adopt, and I think they'll be okay, man. I think they will be okay because am I worried about the Bucks? A little bit. Because you got the Greek freak, but other than that, in the Eastern Conference, who am I worried about? I don't know, Sean. Who are you worried about? That we can defend. That we can't defend. I'm you, talking about that we can't defend. Your favorite team from Philadelphia, man. That's what no, you're worried about. I'm not worried about Philly. I know. I know. I'm just kidding. I'm I like. Wor- I like that Aaron brought up those two names though, because I, I do think this Team USA, this yeah. chemistry that they're building, I think it's gonna, it's gonna resonate for the for the team. I think you, it, it'll carry over into the regular season, especially from those four guys. And I do think that the offense. Will help defend, if that makes sense. It does, yeah. Like they're gonna make, they're gonna score, they're gonna have a great offense. I mean, this team should be scoring about 113, 114 points a night. With the offensive firepower they have in their starting lineup, man, that, that this, this, they shouldn't ever be held under 100 points, which will help their defense. All right. Next question comes from, uh, at Merlin, at Merlin Callow. Merlin. Ah, Merlin was over here for our draft party. That's right. He asks, who has a better career, Jason or Jalen? And also, how many all-star appearances do each of them make? (laughs) All right. I'll go last. I'll go first. (laughs) I'll go first. I'll go first or last? Um, I'll go first. I'll go first. All right. right. Um, Jalen Brown, let me see. For the entire career. Yeah. Calling it right now. Okay. 
Jalen Brown will make. Uh, well, who has a better career? The one to start off there first. Who has a better career? Okay, I'll, I'll. I'm gonna say Tatum, but it's not by a lot. I know that's probably the the popular answer, but it's not by a lot. I say Tatum has the better career. Tatum's gonna make. I don't know. Eight All Star teams, nine All Star teams. Okay. Damn right. <laughs> but but and I've been saying this for a while now. Jalen Brown will make. Three. I'm gonna say three. I want to say two, but I'll give him the third one. He'll make three, but I don't know Celtics fans. It wouldn't shock me if it's, if it's not in a Celtics uniform. So do you think he's like a Michael Finley? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, not as athletic. I mean, he's more athletic than Michael Finley, but that's what I meant to say. He's basically Michael Finley. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna. I, think, I, I don't remember Michael Finley really being a, much of a defender like Jalen is right now. <laughs> I was thinking about athleticism and scoring, but I, I don't. Athleticism and scoring, he's Michael Finley. Yeah. Uh, Jason Tatum, 13 All Star games. Jesus. Jalen Brown, 13. 13. Yep. Wow. Yep. Next year, and then to the rest of his prime, which will be. How old is he now? 21. He drinks wine coolers now. Nah, you know what? You talked I'm about a, it on his right, yeah. Yes. I'm gonna, I, you know what? I'm going to say 12. I'm going to say 12. 12. Not 13. 12, not 13. Okay. And then Jalen Brown will have... I'm going to give Jalen Brown five, man. Really? Yeah, I do. I, because he's I, really growing on you, huh? Well, he's growing on One me. One year ago, Sean Ducho would not, would not have said that about I would have said Brown. zero, and I would like have said... Like a few weeks ago. <laughs> but no, hey, yeah, hey, A few months ago, you would have been like, Jalen will never make an All-Star team. <laughs> That's what you, ah! Yeah, he's, he has said that multiple times on yeah. his podcast. Jalen is what he is. <laughs> no, he is what he is. But he, no, he is what he is. But I also averages think, are averages. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I, I, so here, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to prove it to you. He is what he is. But if he is scoring 15 to 16 points a night on a championship squad, that normally means you're an all star, right? Mm. I mean, if you if you have a big three, if you're a big if, three, but if you have the best record in the NBA, and it's a, there's a lot of ifs that has to go in. But with I that. think, but I think, like if the Celtics, nowadays you can put up 19 on a, on a decent team and you not make the All Star team. But I think so. So he he, I think I think I don't think he'll ever score 20 a game. But I think he could be from like anywhere from 12 to 19, and just score, maybe defend, maybe he finds a niche like yeah. on a championship team, and he, he he could be a number three on a championship team if. Number one and number two are great, and I think if he stays next to Tatum and he doesn't leave, then I think that this is has the potential to be Tatum, Kemba, Brown over the next couple of years and be the best team in the East. And then, yeah, he would make about three to four All-Star teams. All right. So you're saying most of them will be in Southern's uniform? Uh, if he stays, yeah. If the way that everything's working out and, you know, Sean playing light, is happening when you add Kevin <laughs> instead of Kyrie. I mean, then, yeah, you should you know, sign uh, yeah. Jalen Brown. You should uh, sign Jason Tatum, and then you got it. It's Kemba instead of Rozier. That was the plan. Kemba instead of Rozier. Right. Okay. Then well, Kemba try. instead of Rozier and Tatum. Um, Kemba instead of Rozier and ha- uh, Hayward. Mm. So that's why you got Kemba. But, I mean, hey, mm. it is what it is. If you can have those 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 core three players, then I do think you can have the one of the best teams in Eastern Conference, and I think Jalen Brown will make a couple All Star teams. If if Jalen Brown, in, in my opinion, if he is in a Celtics uniform for most of his career, I say five. Wow! But oh, if oh, he oh, goes, oh, 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 oh. if he goes onto another squad where he'll have more responsibility, mm-hmm. especially on the scoring mm-hmm. end, could be more than that. I'm talking about like seven or eight. Wow! Really? What? I, I think, think it so. Dips if he goes to some other. Yeah, team. I think so. 
Yep. What? See, I, I think yep. I think if he goes to another team, he becomes the best player on a bad team, and those guys don't always make it. If he goes to another squad, okay, I guess in my scenario, he still he, he'd be instead of like the third option or fourth option here in the Celtics, he'd be like the second option. So what do you think about on like on, on like on like a playoff what do you, team? What do you think about Tatum? Is Tatum going to be the best? Oh player no, in the no, NBA? Well, that was that. No, no, that was just. <laughs> that's go, just me. Go, no, that's he's going to be MVP. Yeah. Like if again, if Tatum is in a Celtics uniform, if they're both. On, they're both teammates for a good chunk of their careers. They're not that far off from each other. Okay, I'll give the edge. I'll give a slight edge to Brown only because I think Brown is a better defensive player. The fuck? I just think he's a better defensive player, man. He is a better defensive player. Why, yeah. why do you say that? Nah, why do you, gonna, why did you, you're going to give the edge react to Brown? It's a slight edge, bro. I do think that Tatum. I, I, I so even think, gonna, I'm I'm I'll go as this. far as this. He's more athletic than Tatum. Yeah, but he's not a better basketball player than Tatum. There's been a, he's a better two way. He's a better two way player. I don't know. Mm. Who's the best two way player right now in the league? In the league? Yeah, Kawhi. Okay, who's the best player in the league? In your opinion, Kawhi. All right, that's that's all I need to hear. Who's? <laughs> hey, come on, man. <laughs> come on. That's all I need to hear. Two way two way players right. are more uh, have longer careers and they're, they're since more we're successful. Since we're bringing up Tatum, since we're bringing up Tatum. Are you guys concerned about his performance in the uh, Olympics at all? Oh, whatever the fuck it is. Not Olympics. You know, I'm The World about. Cup oh, thing? Is this Sean trying to backtrack on your statement from a few weeks ago? No, I'm a little Jason bit. Jason Tatum is the best player on Team USA. Can we just agree on that? I do I do think he's the best player in, on that squad, but what's going on, man? Oh, I'm not concerned. Is man. Pop fucking with him? I'm not concerned. No. Pop no. is just experimenting with lineups. All right. Well, I'm not concerned, and I'm also not drooling over the dude like most people are so i don't know. take that for what it's worth all right yeah it is what it is but but i also think that <laughs> the way you're drooling over him. but i also think that pop wanted Jalen brown and there's a reason why Jalen brown had a great fucking game last game yeah he did lead the team in scoring and he and he did it all off the bench and like watch out watch out <laughs> guys i'm gonna say this right now that jump shot's looking great i'm gonna yeah. say this right now looking really good Popovich is going to try to steal Jalen Brown next year. Well, all I'm saying do is, do you blame him? <laughs> if he ends up on another squad, then you know I think it's he good. might no, have. There's, him. There's, oh, no, no, there's no, no. Celtics that's, or Spurs. Celtics or Spurs. That's when you're going to start seeing all star teams from this yep. guy. I'm telling you, Jaylen if he Brown, if he goes to Pop, then when, well, no, then that's just a different in story. general, I just feel like Jalen Brown's going to peak, but he, he's he's going to peak in, in in an opportunity where he's a top two guy. That's never going to be here. Fuck, right? because if you sorry, think about it, Celtics fans, but Jalen Brown will never be a top two option on this team. He he may. I mean, then that's a bad. That's not good. No, I mean if, Tatum, gonna, if Tatum becomes if Tatum if Tatum does go to where I think he's going to go, then Jalen Brown could be a top two guy. Uh, like so number, he's going to get more touches than Kemba Walker. No, 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 no. It's but gonna be Kem- Walker, Kemba's going to get a little older. Like it is what it is, man. I don't know. Like yeah, remember Kemba is twenty nine. Yeah, eventually, like Kemba's got two more seasons of being the number two guy on the team. Like it's like it's not like Kemba, it's not like Kemba's two. the future. Kemba's the present. The yeah, future Kem- is Brown and Tatum. Exactly. No, so if no, you I sign him, Bra- like, could you but... imagine if Tatum Brown is twenty seven and Jalen's twenty? Jalen, uh, sorry, Brown's twenty seven and Tatum's twenty six. Yeah, but you're talking about like five years. Yo, I'm yeah. saying, but in five years from this- now, you don't think Jalen Brown could be the number two to Tatum's number one? Like Kemba, I don't, I don't think Kemba here, has a. Ha, yeah, would a have big a, if. Kemba would have not have a problem deferring to those two guys. I think, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right, right now, I think that this this year, I think he's gonna look for the load. But as he realizes, like, wow, I got two really good options right here. Yeah, Ben. It's. Yeah. I I think my this question really makes you think to me about the investment. Do the Celtics invest in Brown and Tatum? And if they do invest, 
And it's 20 plus million for each, which it will be. God damn it, they better get some all-star teams, bro. Well, that's the You thing. know what I mean? Is this team good enough for Danny Ainge to say, okay, I, you know, I, I've got a championship squad here. Because I still think Danny's going to be looking at his options. I mean, he's always looking at other options, but there's got to be a big that he's thinking about or he's drooling over or he's plotting over uh, that he sees going to be available within a year or two. Yeah. I just don't think this is like the end game, if you will. And if you lock those guys in, that's what you're essentially looking at. This is your team. Yeah. If you lock in Tatum and Brown, and of course Kemba's in the mix. At least the next three years. Or yeah. Right. And then, you know, when, when Hayward comes off the books, that money goes to those guys. Yep. You know, so right. it is what it is, man. I'm, right. I'm not convinced, but we'll see. We'll see what I, happens this season. I mean, they're not that far off. Don't get me wrong. I don't think this team is like awfully far away from being a championship team. I just don't think it's a championship team. Though. The whole point of yeah. my four month spiel about Sean's plan was about you three, have to wait. about Brad Stevens, Jason Tatum, and building around the core, mm. the young core, which includes Marcus Smart and Draymond. I just see him addressing that front court somehow oh, down the road. Yeah, I, I do too. Because yeah. I, I, for, to go back to the first question too, I don't want to do this, but to go back to the first question, they're going to have to bring someone in this year. I think like there's going to be a little bit of a mini trade or mm. a buyout or something where like they're going to have to bring in some front court depth. Yeah, I think Danny's hoping for a buyout. Yeah, I, I, because I think you're going to be able to get by with Cantor, Williams, Tice. What's the guy's name? Portier. Portier, I almost said Favorini. <laughs> but like that, that's, that that was five years ago. That, that should have been your wild card that, last week. No, no, fuck Vitor Favorini. Yeah, I was so happy when I when I when, when you guys accepted my wild card last oh, week. Oh man, bro. We have huge Brandon, huge Brandon Bass fans over here. All right, well, I got a part two to this question. Whoa, part two. Who takes the biggest leap this year? Tatum, Brown, or Hayward? Now, keep in mind, Brown and Hayward are in contract years. Hayward's and, in a contract year. Yeah. He can he he's he can he opt can, out. He can opt out next year. Um, I'm gonna say, oof, to me it's between it's between Hayward and Tatum. I'm gonna give the edge to to Hayward because if we're talking statistically, well, what's what's I mean, his averages. I like I see from them, last year. Yeah, to, compared to last year, I see them jumping. See, I think it's unfair higher than any any of those three. I think it's unfair to group Hayward in that class because I mean, if he makes a jump, he goes back to what he was doing before, what he was already doing. Yeah, yeah. but something that he wasn't doing in the Celtics. I, uniform. I understand, right. I understand, but like I mean, Jadam, like Jadam. But he's getting paid thirty million, thirty one million dollars a year, man. He needs to play it back up to where he was. Okay. Yeah, and also I've I've been saying this for months. Most important player this yeah. season by far like, by a Tatum, mile. Taylor can have most a great, important player for the team. He can have a great year, but it doesn't mean he made a big jump from last year to this year. Hayward, but if, no Tatum. If Hayward has. The biggest jump out of these three, then that's that's good for the Celtics. Yeah, Hayward's progression will get the Celtics as far as we can. Are we talking about of. importance? No, we're talking about leap. Just leap? okay. So then, then no, no, man. I mean, I don't think I think putting Hayward in that class to say a leap is unfair. That's unfair because we well, he we seen what Hayward year, we saw what Hayward was, and like now we're we're like he's making a leap to get back to where he was. No, like. He should get back to where he was. Like I, I get that, but if you're talking about growth and development as an unknown, like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, we don't know what that next level is. We've seen Gordon Hayward get to that next level. Well, we saw Jalen Brown make a leap from year one to year two. We didn't see the. We can't say the same thing about Tatum. Uh, I don't think he went back, but I think he stayed pretty much where he was yeah, at. Yeah, I think I think I think it's Tatum, just because Hayward will get back to where he was. But I don't call that a leap. I call that getting back, like getting yourself. 
from drowning. Well, some people think he may never get there. So no, he'll he'll get there. Well, I, th- I think he'll get I think, there. It's a great question, but I just think it's a little unfair for I think Brown. Tatum and Brown to be compared to what Hayward's going to do this year. That's I think separate. Brown. If you're gonna if we're talking about these three, I think Brown is the one that makes the I guess the quote unquote leap contract year because of the contract year. It's yeah. a big thing. It's a contract year. I mean, who just got a who's got an extension? The Nets. Jamal Murray. No, the Nets. The, your boy. You said that. Oh, like, Spencer didn't win. No. no. <laughs> oh, Karis Levert. 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 What do you get? <laughs> Anytime you bring up the Nets, yeah. Spencer Dinwiddie. No, <laughs> three years. You love that. Yeah, game. I love Dinwiddie, man. This I starts, was on Dinwiddie's. You know, this starts. Yeah, we for don't. a while. Yeah, no, this starts. Not and this nobody upcoming. Nobody knew Dinwiddie season. before me. Not this upcoming up this season, but next season. Three oh. years, fifty-two million dollars. So when when Durant, Extension. Durant and Kyrie opt out after the first year, they he's gonna <laughs> sign him. No, uh, three I, years, fifty-two million. Karis Levert actually drives Jalen Brown's cost down a little bit. I, in my opinion, three years, fifty-two million for Karis Levert. So first off, I think everybody in the league looks at Jamal Murray's contract and is like, "Yo, what the fuck was that? Why did you do that?" Well, Murray and Simmons, because but, Simmons. But I'm just saying, like, shoot, but whatever. But you know, if you're if you're Detroit, if you're Denver, you have no option other than to build around Jamal Murray and and Jokic. Exactly, man. So they had to pay him. That's what I'm saying. It goes but, back. It goes back to my point, man. If you're yeah. not a top two option. Why would the Celtics hand over that much that much money to Jalen Brown? Look so at Levert. That's, that's, Levert. A, that's, a, that's a great that's a great example. Look what happened to Levert. Levert, I mean, this year's gonna be different. His role is gonna increase, but if you look at what Jalen Brown was to this team last year, very similar. So very I, similar to, legit, to what Levert was to the, for the for the Nets. This deal gives me faith that maybe you can get Jalen Brown to a four year hundred million dollar extension. I think if you can go to him and say $25 million for four years, give you $100 million right now, and you have him from age 23 to 27, those are the prime of his career. Mm, but then what's, just, what's Jason Tatum going to get? Tatum will get the max. I think if Tatum makes the jump he wants to make this year, he'll make the max when he comes up, which will probably be a Jamal Murray contract, which will be if if Tatum's a better player than Brown – then it will make some financial sense, and that's how you build around the future for the next four years. That's your squad, then. That's your squad, right? I but, but I, but I also think that a twenty-five million dollar contract, if you do get Jalen Brown to sign that deal, which I'm worried he won't sign because he may be looking for that thirty-one, thirty-two, thirty-three million, like Murray and fucking Simmons, Mister Can't Shoot, <laughs> fucking Simmons got totally tradable at twenty-five mil. Not very tradable at 31, 32, 33 mil. Yeah. All right. That, that's, I think, where you get into that whole, like, <clears throat> just how does it affect your cap versus, okay, we believe in this guy, but if we need a bail on him, we can trade him. No problem. You know what I mean? Cause you could technically, if you sign up for 25 mil, you could trade him for two role players and you're all right. Mm. You know what I mean? If, if it comes down to it, but if you trade him for 31 mil, then you have to really start figuring out. Like, we have to just eat this contract and let him go. Because mm-hmm. if he falls into Gordon, look at Gordon Hayward, man. You can't dish that deal. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because you, you look at all these, like, duos, right, in the league. That's, like, the big talking point for this upcoming season. Who Who's the Celtics duo? Mm-hmm. Do we know that? Like, off, like, get, like, 100%, like, oh, yeah, it's Walker and Tatum, or it's Walker and Hayward, or so who? Like, do so, we know? so here, here, uh, yeah, it's a good, it's a good question. <laughs> I mean, because it could it change throughout Walker the course of the season. It, it's going to be Walker and Hayward to start the year. I think it will be. And it then, should be, and then it could change. Yeah. And I think it'll be Walker and Tatum, 
And maybe like at some points of the year, it's Tatum and Brown. Yeah, it's clear cut for a bunch of teams. But that's what I love this Celtics team because you legitimately don't have to worry about two players and figure out the rest. You have your two highest paid players could be the third and fourth best player on your team. No other team in the league has that flexibility and that, that ability to have two guys that are getting paid pennies possibly be the two best players on their team well which is why i also believe that kemba doesn't have to doesn't necessarily have to be your number one option yo kemba's gonna be a fucking force this year this episode of the causeway street podcast is brought to you by betonline.ag your go-to site for online betting right now head over to betonline.ag Make sure you use the promo code CLNS50 where you'll receive a welcome bonus on your first deposit. Do not miss out on this special offer. A minimum deposit of $55 is required in order to qualify for the bonus. So make sure you do that, guys. All right. We got football preseason, plenty of action for you to win on. And right now, betonline.ag is giving you this special offer just for listening to Causeway Street Podcast. Head over to betonline.ag and make sure you enter the promo code CLNS50. A minimum deposit of $55 is required to qualify for the bonus. Please see BetOnline's general rules and additional terms and conditions regarding the bonuses. Again, BetOnline.ag, and don't forget that promo code, CLNS50. All right, let's get back to this Causeway Street podcast. Does anyone ask us about Kemba? I can't wait. Uh, Can't wait to see it. No, no Kemba questions. No fucking Kemba questions, Causeway Street? What the fuck? Well, I mean, I think uh, I think it's pretty clear. What Kemba's going to be a fucking force. All right, so that's what it is. That's what's, what's, what's clear with, with you know Celtics Twitter, that they know he's going to be a force. All right. <laughs> uh, here's my mailbag question. Jesus. Here's my mailbag question. Does Kemba Walker have a chance to be an MVP this year? <laughs> mm, no. No, man. There's too many. There's too many people ahead of him that... That like that that their teams rely on them. This team, the Celtics, will not solely rely yeah. on Kemba Walker. I mean, he, of course, there's a chance, but what if he I, I don't think like the twenty five and ten. Like, I, don't think, like, I don't think the makeup of this team is gonna is gonna be like. What if he averages twenty five and ten on the number one seed in the East? Nah, man, you gotta put it numbers up. You gotta put it numbers up. Yeah, like twenty nine and yeah. eight. Yeah, eight. because I mean, this team we we're all on the same page here. That's probably not gonna be a number one seed, right? Could be. Well, Sean, Sean's not on the I'm same on, page. I'm, I'm not on the same page. <laughs> All right. Well, if it's a number one seed, then you know you put yourself in a, in if, a position. Yo, but. for real. The, we just, I like, just, I just like the first year of Gordon Hayward when he was you know out for the season and they went on that 18 game you know win streak. Mm-hmm. Kyrie was in, in talks of being MVP, early MVP. Yeah, I remember that. So here's my thing: if, one, if you know, do something similar to that, and they jump out. I don't know. One through four <laughs> in the East. Who has a better one through four than the Celtics? The answer is fucking nobody. All right? The answer is nobody. Better one through four than the Celtics. Tell me right now. In the East? In the East. One through four? And I'm not talking about like, well, my number one's better than your number one. So it actually counts as two. And you know, <laughs> I want to talk about straight one through four. All right. But so the, it, it goes back to what me and Swear were talking about with, with Philly. Like, the Celtics can't match. Philly's front court. So you're going to take Philly's one through four over the Celtics one through no, four? No, I'm just saying they're front court. Hey, worry about the front court. I'm just saying <laughs> it's like, four you know best man? players on the team. No one. Philly? I think I might give it to Philly. Actually. No, fuck. What? Really? Yeah, I think I think so. You guys are so high on Tobias Harris. It's not no, it's, but it's, it's, no, they got Joel Embiid's the best player out of both okay. teams. Joel Embiid's the best player on both teams. Mm-hmm. All right. I would take... The number you're two gonna, on the Celtics over you're gonna, Simmons. You're gonna take. You're gonna Whether take, you put Tatum or Hayward there, 
You're gonna take Al Horford over Hayward at this point. Okay, so aren't you? What's the what's the one through four on the one through four? Rank them on the Sixers. One through four, rank them on the on the Celtics. All right, Embiid, Simmons, Harris, Horford. Okay, and then I'm gonna say Kemba, Tatum, Hayward, Brown. You put Tatum over Simmons. Yeah. Right now, uh, yeah, yep, I would. I don't know, man. They're like neck and I neck. Would. Hayward, I would. I love. I. I know. I like. At I, I like neck, Simmons. At best, they're neck and neck. I, I like Simmons. Fine. At best, they're neck and neck. Fine. Then I'm still taking Hayward and Brown over Horford and 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 uh, Harris any day of the week. Any day of the week, because I think no. that Hayward's going to take <laughs> no, that jump. Man, it's not even close. I mean, it's close. I shouldn't say that, but it's. Dude, what are you talking about? Don't sleep on Harris, man. Do you disrespect Harris like that? Right Harris, now, right now, put, right now, right now, without Jaylen seeing Brown. a single game, right you're now, Jalen Brown over Harris. Harris, this is a good, Harris, this is a good conversation. Harris though. is over. Harris is over Haywood. Harris is over Haywood. Okay. Well, but, no, 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 no. By, by but Sean's wait. metric, it's Horford versus Haywood. Yeah, right? then Horford. I'm Four still taking Horford over, yeah. over Haywood. And then Same. I'm taking Brown over Harris any day of the week. Now you're taking Brown. No, okay. Listen, <laughs> hold on. Realize, like, wait a minute. This is this is, this is gonna hold even on. out. Yeah, hold on. I gotta I gotta take one of these matchups. Even the if, even if, even if it's different. Even if, even if you balance it out, and let's say because you might, because you might I, be- no, wait, hold on. Preseason, preseason. I think it's very comparable. But like, if Hayward goes back, so let let's say was Brown a near All Star last year? In your opinion, was Brown a near All Star? No, Harris was. Okay, did he make the All-Star team? He should have if he had stayed with the Clippers. You know why? <laughs> you, know, you know why he didn't make the All-Star team? He fucking stayed put. He, he would have stayed with the Clippers. If it, no, oh, he no, wouldn't have made that. the fucking... Scratch that, scratch he that. wouldn't have made had the Western Butler, All-Star had Butler, team. Had Butler not come to the Sixers, he would have been an All-Star in the East. Here's the problem, though. Here's the problem, though. Tobias Harris plays three good months a year. After those three months, he goes back to a 14.3 points per game. One assist, one rebound a game right. with a thirty-five percent shooting. Fucking for the year, he's he scored eighteen, nineteen points last year, while Brown averaged fourteen, barely. And okay. I love Brown. You know what? Okay, so here's the thing: if we had had the same argument, like around like maybe the Cavs and the Sixers two years ago, we would all laughed at the fact that. Somehow the Sixers have two of the best players in that. Like I, I think that you have to look at like where they project to this year. Hold on, two years Ra- ago when there was Jeff Green and that 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 Cavalier squad. No, when it was like LeBron James, when it was fucking- Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving. Oh, well, yeah, that's different though. But then you're looking at like Joel Embiid versus Ben Simmons. You're like, oh, these guys are coming up. That I, I just think I just think that you have two of the most up and coming players. You have one of the best guard, the best. Point guard in the East, is that fair? One of the best, yeah. Who's the best point guard in the East? Whoa, it's Kemba Walker. No, Kyrie left. Well, Kyrie's there, but he's not still really. In the East, yeah, Kyrie's still there, man. Kyrie's still in the East, bro. Just because he's not here. Fuck Kyrie. Don't man. say. Don't say because he's <laughs> because he's not a Celtic anymore. He's not the best point guard. He's still the best point guard in the East. Last time I checked, he's still in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. All right, fucking fine. Fuck Kyrie. <laughs> Fuck you. All right, Kemba's a top two point guard in the question, East. Question, man. I don't want to say his name, but here it is. He keeps he keeps motherfucker. As hard as we try not to, to mention not, him. Damn, God damn it! I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think that you'll see. I was, like, I was like, don't say. You know that moment that meme that was going around. I was like, don't say Kyrie. Don't say Kyrie. Don't Kyrie Irving. <laughs> like that, that that five seconds of, of silence. I was like, I'm trying to think of somebody. I was like, no, nah, man. It's Kyrie. Okay, I'm. I'm just gonna say this. I'll I'll leave this here. We'll get to the next question. Kemba's second though. When he- Kemba's first. All right. <laughs> Fuck Kyrie. Kemba's second. Kyrie doesn't exist. It's still Kyrie. Yeah, he still does. Yo, I'll take Dinwiddie over Kyrie any day of the week. 
Hayward gets back to where he is, where he, where he should be. Tatum makes a leap. Brown makes a leap. But then, I think you have yeah. the best top four in the NBA. Okay, but you're saying if. We're saying right now, on paper, based on what we saw last season, we can't, Understand. We can't, go, Understand. On, we can't go beyond that. I have faith. I have faith right. in Celtics. I have faith in Sean's plan. I have faith in Tatum, Brown, Sean, and Hayward. Sean's plan doesn't exist anymore. Yo, you better done. watch your fucking <laughs> it's mouth. <done. laughs> it's done. All right, what's the next question? All right, next question comes to us from Mike Honcho at Mike Hahn, 1566292. Oh, that's Mike a, Jones. That's his handle. Eight seven zero. What's that Mike Jones song? I uh, Mike song. Jones. I forget the number. It's not even a song. It's like his tagline. He said it, said it a lot of times. Phone number. Yeah, yeah. He had a phone number, which eight, was a no. legit, legit his phone 860-8004. number. Eight six zero eight zero zero four. Something like man. that. You're close. If you if you asked me this about ten years ago, man, I know they it. spit in it. Yeah, he had a Mike Jones tattoo still. Right? Hey, someone tweeted tweeted to us, man. Come on, right. someone knows the number. Mike Jones fans out there. All right. From Mike Honcho, not Mike Jones. I'm Mike Jones. I understand in all professional sports, nicknames are sometimes given to you and you don't get to choose them. My question is, who gave Kobe the Black Mamba nickname? Because I think he gave it to himself. And if you know, please, that would be great to know. P.S. Fuck the Lakers and Kyrie. Hell yeah. <laughs> fuck the Lakers loves this guy. and Kyrie. And you know what? <laughs> I think it was a marketing thing. I think that's what it was. No, um, I actually. Kobe did give it to himself. No, do you remember that? Um, you know who gave the him documentary, the Muse? Yeah, I remember. That. All right, produced by Kobe Bryant. So produced I by Kobe Bryant. Yeah, exactly. Single thing that fucking's in there. That's what I'm saying. Well, no, according to Kobe, the nickname was he, a name that he gave himself. It was like his alter ego, and he gave it to himself around the time of the uh, the Colorado court case between 2003 oh, and 2004. Right. Yeah. So according he cheated to, on his wife. According, <laughs> according to uh, yes, yes, according to that documentary, he created. They the, thought it was rape, but he, it wasn't. He created the name to, as a way to deal with the struggles that he was going through off the court between 2003 and 2004. That's such a Kobe thing to do. Um, Knowing Kobe, Black I bet Mamba, you, I bet you, he's, he, he still has like a bunch of like articles about it too. Is the Black Mamba a cool nickname or is it a dumb nickname? Uh, if it was anybody else, it would be dumb. But because it's Kobe, it's well, just, I mean, it just, you got, it just is what it is. Yeah, it's players like, today that look up to him, you know, players like IT, Jason Tatum, they always with a hashtag Mamba mentality. Yeah. You're, you're a huge fan of both of those players I just mentioned. That's a great question, though, because so, he did just give it to himself. Yeah, like, all right. Name another player has done that. Yeah. So, knowing, okay, let's, right, let's, hold on. Let me, let, me, let me read the quote. Oh, why oh, he, oh that he produced? Yeah, that he produced. He said he the quote. He fucking produced it. No, he produced the documentary. He fucking, he fucking probably <laughs> mocked it all up. I went from a person who was at the top of his game, yep. had everything coming to a year later, having absolutely no idea where life was going or if you are even going to be a part of life as all we know it. This is what Brian said in Can his I, documentary. All right, so let the me, Muse. All right. So let me ask you one thing about the Kobe-Shaq relationship, right? The Muse. When did this shit happen? When did that shit happen? Oh, between, six? No, between 2003 and 2004 is when okay. he gave himself that. But wait, when when did he get the whole marriage thing? Fuck, like, the thing fuck him up. It was like oh four or five, right? Yeah, he went to court in oh five. Like the trial right. was during the oh five season when so, after Shaq left, after Shaq went to Miami. Yeah, when, but when Smush Parker was his point guard. But yeah. the shit was going Fucking on. Smush. The shit was going on when he when Shaq was there in two thousand three, right? Yeah. Don't you think that all oh, the blame that goes on Shaq to like be like Shaq was the guy that was like out enough. of shape yeah. and all that stuff. Don't you think that Kobe was going through some shit too during that time? Like some personal shit that maybe he wasn't as invested as it was. Somebody Shaq saw that and wasn't as invested. Like I, I think the fact that revisionist history 
looks at that Shaq Kobe relationship and blames it on Shaq is bullshit. I do. I do. Well, I just think like when you look at two stars like that and for them to be, you know, playing together for for X amount of years and winning championships, that's just inevitable, especially in the NBA. Oh yeah, man, but I mean the fact that when you look at it now and like, wow, Shaq, you really weren't caring, huh? Right. And then it was like and Co- wow, Kobe did everything he could, but may- maybe Kobe was a fucking prick. <laughs> and like maybe he was going out till like four a.m. every night well, and coming in and being like, "Yo, Shaq, where you at? Like, why aren't uh, you fucking? Why aren't you fucking doing this? Why aren't you doing?" That? He's like, well, "Yo, you out till four a.m., bro." Like, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of bullshit we don't know. He doesn't deny. He doesn't deny being an asshole. He's even said all these things to Shaq's face. It's not like you know. He's like, "No, oh, I know, like, I know," but like, don't hang out with Shaq. He doesn't work hard and shit like by that. By the way, did you, see, did you see them both? Well, yeah, that's in case you Okay, I won't even. I won't even. But but um, all tease. So, taking this question and piggybacking off the question, because that's what I do. Best nickname of the 2000s was? The truth. Other than the truth, because that's too simple. Because it was his, his, the real name, his it, real nickname was the motherfucking truth. But it was, the best, it was the best nickname. <laughs> the, the, uh, Paul Pierce had the best nickname. Yeah. The, regardless of how you feel about him. That's just, it was how he given, got it. It was how, given to him. Yeah. What, what, what second best nickname? No. Second best nickname. The answer. Yeah? AI. Mm. All right, yeah. I'm who, going. Who you have you have somebody. I know, in mind, right? If you're if you're asking this question, because yeah. you have somebody in mind, your yeah. face is just lighting up. Right yeah, now. Stevie you're, Franchise, you're, you're, man. You're cheesing, oh, right the franchise. Stevie Franchise, Stevie man. Franchise. man I fucking love that dude. Yeah. And that yeah. nickname, yeah. Yeah, Stevie Francis, the Stevie Franchise. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. that was a good one. R.I.P. Man, he's still alive, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's not. He's the franchise. He's is still dead. alive, bro. The franchise is oh, dead. Okay, it's like, the franchise. Okay, it's like Charles Barkley when he says, "Oh, man." Bill Russell gonna be rolling in his grave when he hears this. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> uh, Ernie Johnson's like, ah, uh, Chuck, he's still alive. <laughs> what is your favorite? My favorite nickname? I just said it. Other than truth. Other than the truth? I don't know. That was a good one too. The franchise. That was a huge. Uh, Stevie franchise fan. Uh, white chocolate. White chocolate was a good one. White chocolate, yeah. yeah. Love that. I love me some white chocolate. Yeah, but then you got then you do in real life and on the court. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> White chocolate jo- is bomb. Joel Joel brought a uh, cookies and cream white chocolate Hershey bar over today. He's like, "Hey guys, anyone want a piece?" We we're all like, "Well, no, I haven't. I don't really eat candy like that." I don't know if you guys are. That's not nearly as popular as it should you, be. Yeah, I don't know if you guys like Reese's bomb. peanut butter cups, but the white Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> some okay. Shit. Okay. Are we gonna get into this because no. <laughs> game changer? Anybody that likes white chocolate over milk chocolate is a fucking maniac. What? Maniac. Well, man, I'm a motherfucking maniac, then. Yeah, I warned you guys, man. This episode is going to be all over the place. Yo, I, I'm just saying when I eat white chocolate, it gives me a little bit of heartburn. That's maybe because maybe that, it's like that, cannibalism that sounds for like myself. A, that sounds like a you problem. Maybe it's like cannibalism. <laughs> like I'm white. I'm eating white chocolate. I just don't like it that much. <laughs> the body's just like rejecting it. I'm like, well, Sean, we're all getting early. Sean's like, no, man, this is when I was 15. No, I, no literally <laughs> when I was like happened. 12, I'd be like, yo, they got white chocolate, bro? Yo, let me try some. And I'm like, ah, oh, oh, my God. Anybody got a Tom's? Anybody got a Tom's? But like no, because I'm freaking 15 years old. <laughs> don't like, carry thumbs around because my heart never burns. And then that old, <laughs> that old pedophile dude was like, "You want to roll aids?" <laughs> what? Just at the movie yeah, theater. Rockland's a weird place. Yeah, Rockland's a weird place. <laughs> the old pedophile dude. Yeah, yeah, man. Anywhere you go, there was always an old dude had having roll aids and shit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> On that note, speaking of food, by the oh, way, we I got think we'll, well, well, I think we might wrap up this uh, session here with this last question from uh, from Garrett. Good old Garrett, big oh, fan, yeah, yeah, long yeah. time fan of Causeway yeah, Street Podcast. Listener. First time, long time. 
(laughs) (laughs) What up, G? (laughs) And he writes, it's like a two-hour drive for me to go to the Garden or Fenway. So when me and my girl usually make a date, when we go down and we make a day out of it, what are your guys' top three places to eat when you go to Fenway or the Garden? Oh, fuck. What are you trying to do, bro? (laughs) Man. What are you trying to do? That's what I got to say. Text him back. What are you trying to do? You trying to drink or you trying to eat? (laughs) Probably trying to get both. Fucked yeah. up. If he's not making a day out of it, he's probably, want, probably a little both. Do you want appetizers or are you talking about a full meal? Yo, I mean, I'm not about a full meal when I'm going to the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more, more I'm about, appetizers. I'm about munching. Yeah, picking on you know some stuff. All right, let's start with the garden. Drinks. Start with the garden. Best place to get a food and a beer. Because we all yeah, know yo. the beer places. Yo, the harp. Food and a beer. I like the heart when we were there doing our, our live broadcast before the uh, opener last year. Nah, man, you guys know how I feel about hurricanes. It's my spot, man. Yo, I saw a cockroach on Hurricane O'Reilly's bar. So I'll never eat there. The appetizers still alright, man. <laughs> as long as they might grip those cockroaches, man. You told me about that, and I just like no, told myself to up, forget man. about that. I haven't had food there since, but you shouldn't drink at Hurricanes. <laughs> Don't eat a Hurricane. <laughs> you know what? Wow. You know what place? Yo, I just like? the fact that that just the fact. No, it's that not that, my fault. They no, had no, a no, fucking no, cockroach no, when no, I was no, fucking no, there. I mean, just, I wasn't gonna say anything, but I did. Just the fact that the cockroach was so comfortable. To get up on the bar, on the bar, and oh, literally, man. I had to go to the bartender. Not, and you know who else was comfortable? That's not good. The bartender. Well, Garrett just came over with a shot glass, uh, and just fucking puts it on top of it, and just fucking slides it under, steps on it, and then fucking she's like, picks you, it up and pull, goes away. She's like, "What you need?" <laughs> and I, and <laughs> like, I was like, like "I was like, I was like, oh, uh, Fred, I, Fred, how'd you get out here?" The funniest part was me and Paula were like looking at the menu. We we're like, "What do you want to? What do you want to? You know, maybe we'll get an appetizer. You know, never know." It's like two o'clock. Yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, maybe. and then and then we saw the cockroach. I was like. Yeah, we'll just go to halftime pizza. So here, here, here's here's what you do, Garrett. Here's no, what you do. No, don't go to halftime. You don't here's go what to, you do. You don't go to Hurricanes. You don't go to halftime. No, here's what you do. Time. Here's the Sean Ducha plan. Go to Sullivan's Tap. Get oh fucked up. Don't go then to Sullivan's go to halftime pizza. Oh yeah, if you grab if you're two go to, slices of pizza and a tall beer. If you're gonna and go, then to go to the garden. If you're gonna go to Sullivan's, uh, bring cash because it's, bring cash. it's 1993 in there, and they don't <laughs> they right. don't take debit cards. And uh, the best deal in there is when you go and you get a Bud Light and a Jack Honey. It's like seven dollars for a Bud Light and a Jack Honey. And you can't forget about the Papa Shot and Papa Shot. There balls are flat, but that's okay. Um, also, then you just go to halftime pizza, which Sway hates and you guys hate. Oh, I'm I'm I've never been a big fan. I always thought I was overrated. No, I, mean, I like they got cheap beer. I like halftime pizza because I, I'm not allowed in there anymore. Yeah, Sway's been blackout way too many times in there. <laughs> I've been like a voice hey, of reason. Hey, no, 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 no. Hey, wait a minute. Wait. In He's my been, defense, this is way before my uh, media days. Okay, so this is before bro, I became a media member. Bro, it was <laughs> fucking February. <laughs> no, it wasn't. This is, <laughs> this is years ago. All right, bro. It was no, during the Warriors game last season. The four, okay. the four of those guys that we mentioned in the in the starting five, whatever the Rondos and the Paul Pierce, and the, it was those years. Okay. All right, so I don't I don't know if any of this is helping Garrett out here because yeah. you just you know. All right, Garrett. You know All what? Right. Let's 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 talk about the Fenway area because there's the better options there, in my opinion. Um, better options in Fenway, definitely. Yeah. Um, there's Tasty Burger. You already know, man. <laughs> no, so if best, you say any place other than Tasty Burger, you're a fucking fraud. Best <laughs> burger in Boston. But if you're not in the mood for a burger, I do like um, cask and flagon. I do. I know it's you always. Can't get. I know it's always packed in there. You can get a cask and flagon. You can get. They got some. They got really good uh, fish and chips. I love the fish and chips. <laughs> no, you don't even have a place. So shut up. Yo, I got mad places. No, you don't. You just like whoever is serving alcohol. I'll be there. Like you don't even care about this. That's also true. House of Blues uh, food isn't bad either. But yeah, Tasty Burger is my favorite. No, um, best burger in Boston. 
You know who I do like in that area? And they have great beers on tap as well. Uh, and they just added chicken wings. All right, I'm done. Cask and flagon? They got tots there, no, too. No, uh, no. No, he's talking about Tasty Burger. Oh, Tasty Burger has, Tasty has Burger? chicken wings now. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm not going to lie, man. I, I, I'm I not opposed to a, a good bang for your buck. baseball tavern drink sesh. Go to Tasty Burger. That's a good spot. Yeah, that, um, I, I Right like, across the street. I yeah. like baseball tavern, but their food, I wouldn't go for their food. If you're going to go for food, Tony C's Tony is C's there. Tony C's is not bad. Tony C's is there, but it's a little expensive. Also, though, they got, they got a rooftop you, as well, too. If you, you're in the area... You might as well go around the Prudential Center. I mean, you got the um, not the fu- it's not is it the Yacht Club? What the fuck is that place? Right across from the Prudential, fucking. Um, oh, you talking about on Boylston? On Boylston, Social Club, back, so- Social, back Club? back Social Club. Okay, that's where you go if you want a good meal. Yeah, that's a good spot. And walking distance to Fenway, Back Bay Social Club, drinks are fucking good as fuck there too. They have some good drink specials there too, and the food is isn't like cheap ass motherfucking bar food. But hey, you know what? If you're going to Fenway, you well, know what? Speaking you... of cheap bar food, though, what about <laughs> what's around TD Garden? That's pretty much that's pretty much your uh, your choices there, my man. If you're going to Fenway, the greatest bar. I like the greatest bar for food. There's one thing and one thing only. There's a sausage guy. There you go. You gotta get a sausage. <laughs> a sausage. You gotta get a motherfucking sausage. Man. Go down, Yo, lands down. Get your sausage face. Go down, lands down, and go to the sausage king of the sausage guy. I don't give a fuck who you go to. Yeah. The guy I like Peppers a little more. Over by uh, Gate C. Gate C. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's past the sausage guy. Sausage mm-hmm. guy would be first. This is towards the end of lands down. Probably the sausage king. Yes. Yes, that's his name. Another another spot at the garden. Tavern in the square. Or tits. A tits. Oh, yeah. Tits is really good. I was oh, going to say tits. I forgot tits. about that spot. They got, yeah. they got good brunch, too. Right across the street, too. That's good. Yeah, if you're gonna oh. go to brunch, you go to that fucking place, uh, West Side Johnny's. Oh yeah, West End Johnny's. West, West End, End Johnny's. Johnny's. Yeah, 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 Sunday brunch. You can see the uh, actually reggae. You know what? reggae band. West End Johnny's though for food overall during in that area, pretty fucking good. That's probably the best. Yo, they have another Johnny's by Fenway. Yeah, um, West End Johnny's probably the West best. End Johnny's by the Garden though. No, no, but there's another Johnny's now that's by Fenway. Yeah, there's also some a, same people. I think it's Fenway Johnny's, if I'm not mistaken. All right, so forget about food. Forget about whatever. Fenway, you're going to the game. What's the one place you're stopping at beforehand? Before? Baseball Tavern. I like Baseball Tavern. Baseball Tavern. Every time. What are you? Tasty Burger, man. All right. Uh, I like Tasty after. Like, Celtics, like, like, Celtics like, game or Bruins game? You got to go to one place. Where are you going? I like the greatest. Um, I mean, the Harp's not bad, too. Yeah, I'll probably go to the Harp. Just to grab a drink, you know, a few drinks. And then head inside. Uh, yeah. I'm a Sullivan. But, but I'm a Sullivan staff. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm say, a Sullivan staff. If I'm with Sean, it's not. It's out of the question. We're going to Sullivan's. We're going to Sullivan's, yeah. and we're getting a fucking halftime pizza, man. Yeah, man. Meet me at Sullivan's. Nah, I'm not going to halftime. You're, you're like, you're, you're like, hey, sweet, uh, Sean, where we got? Oh, are oh, you you already been at Sullivan's for an hour? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So we're just gonna go in the game. Okay. Cool. <laughs> a shot and a beer for ten bucks. Yeah, you can't beat a Sean. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. Right. yeah. I'm like, do you? I got cash for you. Just hit me up when we get to the game, man. I like that yeah. spot though. It is it's, it's funny. It's like it's Yo, legit. Sullivan's it's like, tab is the only like, place it's you like get. You just, just hop back in time, man. and it's the only place you get. Literally, everyone in there is a Celtics fan. Yeah, that's true. Or broad. It's like a, it's like <laughs> a trying old school, to get with Celtics fan. Yeah, it's like an old it's school packy. That's what that, that it's place a, it's is. It's an interesting ratio. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, nice I, sticky floor. You got I fucking that nice, love it like yeah. stale, stale liquor smell. Stale liquor smell. Like when I think of when I think of old Celtics ticket stubs. Yep, inside. The bar. And you know what? The bounce is there. No, the the, the they surface. know what the fuck's up, too. They know what the fuck's up. You can make a joke about it Celtics, and they'll be like, yeah, man. 
Yeah, I get it. <laughs> they're, not, they're not. They're not like God. Oh, excuse me, sir. Where's your ID? And that's it. They're like there's pool tables and shit. Yeah, you're like old school yeah, field. Exactly. Old school field. I love it there, man. That's my. That's my spot. I feel like which, we're in a scene of Goodwill Hunting. You're talking there. Yeah. Also, too. Every time I think of Sullivan Tap, like I'm tasting Jameson just <laughs> in the back of my throat. Like it's. <laughs> it's like coming up. Like <laughs> just be talking about this. Either, like, either that or Fireball. One yeah. Or the other. Yeah. Fireball or Jack Honey. Jack Honey yeah, in there. Jack Honey. Yeah. Uh, Jack Honey. I get that shit a lot there. Yeah. Well, that was fun, guys. Well, there you go, man. <laughs> there you go, Garrett. Bunch of spots. Either he'll black out or have a great meal. We never know. <laughs> so you might, you might miss the game. You might not. But you're gonna have, a, you're gonna have a good time, regardless. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, this, there it is. This past season, I believe it was a Cavs game. That was the first time I took in a game as a fan for for like since I went with you, right, Joel? I think it was like two years ago for my birthday. Yeah, that was two years ago, and then before that, I was. This was, you know. Right after they traded Pierce and Garnett, and I didn't even want to go at first because I was just like, I'm not yeah, ready. Yeah, it took Sway a little while. It took Sway a little while to go back to the Garden. <laughs> Thank a lot. A little butthurt. <laughs> we got a five-game package just so we could see uh, when they came back, when, when, when Pierce and Garnett came back for the first yeah. time as members of the, of the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. That was a tough game. And the first two games, I didn't go, remember? Yeah, you didn't. I just bailed on it. Yep. Like, nah, I'm good, man. Yep. I'm all set. Yep. The rest of our the rest of our group was like he he did know he did pay for this already right I'm like yeah yeah no, <laughs> not coming and there was like other incentives he's, he's definitely all in for the Brooklyn game yeah I'm pretty it was, sure it was, it was like all these other incentives too before you before you buy I'm like oh you can go on the court before the game yeah you can go on the court after the game you know you can shoot around and so I was like yeah no maybe after Pierce and Garnett come through <laughs> maybe maybe that well yeah we got to do that well, more well often. that was fun we got to do more often yes that was, fun. Yeah, that thanks, was thanks to everyone that uh. Sent in a question. Appreciate it, guys. That we didn't get to. Sorry, we don't have all night. Yeah, you know, we, you know, it's only so many questions we could go through, but it was. Uh, yeah, we picked. I think the we, best. I think we crushed. It. I think we crushed it, especially because we uh we we answer each question and it takes us about fifteen minutes. So. Yeah, and then we get to a lot of topics <laughs> that has nothing to do probably with the questions. <laughs> Speaking of that question, let me ask another question. <laughs> let me ask you guys this question. That's like Sean's favorite thing to say. <laughs> Let me ask my own mailbag question. <laughs> yeah. I've been thinking about my fucking mailbag. You know what? And Actually, then we discuss that for like 20 minutes. All right. Let's wrap this show up the same way we wrap up every episode here on Causeway Street. Uh, Joel's In Case You Missed It. 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 Joel, what did we miss? Well, In Case You Missed It, DeMarcus Cousins is now facing misdemeanor domestic violence charges. Fuck, man. What a rough 2019 <laughs> it's been for DeMarcus That's, Cousins. No, it's been a rough like two years for this guy. <laughs> Good year and a half at least. Yo, when it rains, it pours with DeMarcus, man. An arrest warrant for Lakers center DeMarcus Cousins. Misdemeanor domestic violence charges were issued in Mobile, Alabama. The Mobile Municipal Court lists a third-degree harassing communications charge against Cousins. But no other details have been disclosed. Christy West, a former girlfriend of Cousins and is a baby mama, is seeking a restraining order against him after she said in court documents that he threatened her and choked her. According to TMZ, allegedly cousin said that he put he would put a bullet in her fucking head during argument over allowing their seven year old son to attend cousin's wedding to another woman. Obviously, the NBA and the Lakers said in a statement that they were investigating the allegations or whatever. So they're not going to say too much, obviously, until this shit comes out. Cousins obviously has declined to comment. TMZ shared a recording that West took of the incident. So said that the male voice heard is that of cousins during the argument. The man says, I'm going to ask you this one more time before I take it to another level. Can I have my son there, please? After West responds, no, the man makes a threat and then the clip ends. So 
Cousins got married in Atlanta last Saturday. Was his seven-year-old son there? Yeah, and his son was not there, according to TMZ. As the world turns, man. Mm-hmm. The days of our lives. <laughs> this coming on the heels of the Lakers signing Dwight Howard to a non-guaranteed contract. So we, we predicted it. We called it last week, remember? We said Dwight. Yeah. 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 I said Bynum, but. Yeah, you didn't. <laughs> I wonder what Kobe thinks about this. You said Bynum? I thought you said him. No, he, he said he said Dwight, but then he was like, oh, actually, I don't want to go for Bynum. So, nothing more to add to this? Um, <laughs> nope, nope. There's not much I can uh, say about the domestic hey, situation. Marcus, I got your back, bro. You need you, you need me? Boog? You need me? That's a character witness? I got you. All right. Listen to the podcast for the past Hit him up. five years. <laughs> You'll have plenty of character witnesses right here from, I don't know, from man. your man. I think this could be. Yeah, this could get messy. This could get messy, and this could be the. The downfall right here, mm-hmm. completely. Yep. Of Demarcus Cousins' career. Yep. That's all and, it takes. And that's not even we're we're not even starting the conversation about how good he's going to be when he eventually comes back from the injury. Oh yeah, that's right. That's on ACL. Yeah. By the way, what does he sign a one year deal with the, with the Lakers? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So when he comes back, guess who's going to be bargain bin? Demarcus Cousins. Guess who should sign him? Not the Zelda. No. Not with this attached to him now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, why, why, why don't they just sign a Jabari Bird back too? Yeah, while they're at it. All right, in All case right, you Charles, missed it, what else you got? The Brooklyn Nets forward Wilson Chandler is facing a 25 game suspension for testing positive for PED use. Wow. League sources tell ESPN. So, Wilson Chandler PEDs. Hmm. Mm, I can see weed, but yeah, the league announced that he tested positive. Which violates the NBA slash NBPA anti drug program. And yeah, they really don't like that. He, uh, he had a little statement here. And I quote During my injury rehab process before I signed with the Nets, I was prescribed a treatment that included small doses of a substance recently added to the NBA's prohibited substance list. I did not realize that this substance was banned, and neither did the doctor. I accept responsibility and apologize to my next teammates, coaches, front office, and fans for this mistake. I will continue to work hard to prepare for the upcoming season. Uh, fair enough. Hey, if you do PDs, you might as well do PDs. I mean, if you keep adding things to the list, it's like, you know, things like this are bound to happen. Yeah, man. 25 games isn't that bad, neither. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the standard rule. I, I just think when it comes down to... What, what these players are doing and, and, and what they put in their bodies. I mean, they're going to do whatever, whatever, they're going to take whatever they can that's not on the list. And if it's not on the list and then one day it is, you know, it's like, wait, well, it's already in the system, right? So if I'm not mistaken, this is something that was added on this offseason or maybe last offseason? Maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe in this offseason. Right. So, yeah, what are you going to do? What else we got? All right. In case you missed it, uh, according to The Athletic, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are pushing the Nets to sign Carmelo Anthony. I heard this shit today. Mm-hmm. Why not? Get it done. Do uh, it. Reportedly, Melo was uh, supposed to join an informal New York Knicks five-on-five scrimmage at Columbia University. So, Nah, don't go back to New York, man. He is, in, he is in the New York area. Yeah, <laughs> so. exactly. Go to Brooklyn, you know, team up with Kyrie and the rest of these young guys and, and see what you got left. You know, prove to everyone. That you can, you can take, you can take Wilson Challenger's spot. That you can be <laughs> for the that, first thirty-five games. That you can accept the role and that you can be an everyday NBA player. Do it. You, I you love tell this. him. You tell him. You got twenty-five games to prove yourself. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, don't 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 waste it. In case you missed it, ex-NBA guard Joe Johnson is in Philadelphia and is working out with the Sixers. Yo, the way this dude's been playing the big three, man. Yeah, for real. This is according to a source that was that was told to the to ESPN. And uh Mark Spears of the Undefeated, the MVP of the Big Three this season, also is expected to work out for the Clippers, Bucks, and Nuggets. Joe Johnson and the Triplets are playing in the Big Three title game this weekend. All right. This weekend? This weekend. I'm watching. Uh, all I'm going to say is no, that, that. That squad is deep, man. You know the 76ers are desperate as fuck. Yeah, they're playing against the killer, the killer threes. If you're going to bring in Joe Johnson after he crushed it in the Big Three. He's been I killing mean, it, bro. You really don't need Joe Johnson doing anything else but the fucking just. Even if he didn't do the big three, he might have still gotten the phone call. But it just we saw things. Joe Johnson the past couple of years of his NBA career. He, he wasn't doing shit. He did all right in Houston. The Jazz. He did, he did better with the Jazz, but I don't know for whatever no. reason. No, no, no the Jazz. The Miami, jazz right. Wasn't yeah, he was in jazz. Miami for a little bit, too? Yeah. Didn't do shit down there. No, he hasn't done shit in the past like three years. Damn, I really don't like Joe Johnson. Mm-hmm. Really? I no, I'm Joe, just saying. I, I love. I like Joe, but I so Joe. I don't think back. you do. I don't think you do. I don't think. I, I think Philadelphia Seventy Sixers are convers- going to jizz this, all over him. This conversation is not going the to that Phil- direction. The Philadelphia Seventy Sixers is going to sign him because nope. they got nobody. Nope. No, we don't believe him. Man. No, man, your bitch is just being rude now. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> all right. In case you missed it. Kobe Bryant and Shaq, are they beefing again? Oh, the beef is back. The beef Jeez. is back. What's up with these two, man? Well, is it just underlying well, hate Kobe, between them? Kobe was on. Uh, never go away. He Kobe. He did his recent interview. Actually, did the interview probably like back in early July or whatever over the summer, and it just it just came out recently. And they asked him, "Would Shaq be the greatest of all time had he had the same work ethic as Kobe?" And Kobe responded, he'd be the greatest of all time, for sure. He'd be no. the first to tell you, this guy was a force like I've never seen. He was, he, It was crazy. A guy at that size, generally guys at that size are a little timid, and they don't want, want to be tall. They just, they just don't want to be big. Man, this dude, he did not care. He was mean. He was nasty. He was competitive. He was, yeah, I wish he was in the gym. I would have had fucking 12 rings. Hmm. To which Shaq responded on Twitter. Of course, you know he's not going to stay quiet. That's not true, Kobe. You would have had 12 if you had passed the ball more, especially in the finals against the Pistons. Hashtag facts. Oh. Oh. You don't get statues by not working hard. And, of course, Kobe didn't stay quiet. Yeah, come on. Kobe's not going to get a statue. All right. So Kobe tweeted out, there is no beef with Shaq. I know most of the media want to see that happen. It ain't going to happen. Ain't nothing but love there. And we're too old to be beefing anyways. Hashtag three-peat. Which Shaq responded to, it's all good, bro. When I saw the interview, I thought you were talking about D. White. He spelled it D-W-I-T-E. Is that how you spell his name? LOL. <laughs> and then what did Kobe say back? Bro, no, he said, bro. Oh, he did? With the skull faces and the gravestones. Oh. <laughs> this particular article on ESPN didn't show me that, but and, thank you. And now, <laughs> and now he's a Laker again. Yeah. And now he's a Laker again. Man, no pressure, Dwight. No pressure at all. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's still some animosity between those two. I yeah. just think at the end of the day, like I said earlier when, when I was talking to you, Sean. Yeah. Two players are just bound to butt, he- butt heads. Yeah. And but I think they like even if Shaq was in the gym all day, the way Kobe was, it was inevitable. Those two were going to break up. You know, Kobe wanted. Kobe pretty much told the front office, "It's either you want to stick with Shaq and trade me." Or Shaq's got to go. It can't be both of us anymore. And that was going to happen regardless. Maybe if he was always in the gym, maybe they squeezed out another two or three years. But come on, 12 rings? No. You're telling me that these two are going to be playing next to each other for 10 plus years? No chance. 
just not gonna happen. It just no. doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. In the no, I don't. I don't think so. And I also think that uh, they sort of like each other. Yeah, and they, they can look back on it and say like they might not always gone along. But we had, had a they, hell had they of a along. fucking run. We yeah. had a hell of a run. So you know what? Had they gone we won along? A fucking three peat. We won a three peat, and we're still arguably the best duo in NBA history. Mm. Well, I mean, had they gone along? Arguably, they, are they the best duo in NBA history? Yeah, arguably. Jordan yeah. and Pippen. Yeah, Shaq and Kobe. They would have probably won upwards of you know four or five, maybe even six titles had yeah. they gotten along. But I, I, I see both sides. They would have eventually ran into the Celtics, though. Yeah, <laughs> thank Come you. Come on, let's keep right. it real. All right, come on. Yeah, one hundred. Just keep it a buck. The big, Kobe, the, the new big three would have still happened in Boston. Yeah, but Kobe has a team would have But Kobe has a point though that you know Shaq felt like he was so dominant that he didn't really need to quote unquote work as hard as Kobe. Mm. You know, and Kobe just couldn't understand that. I mean, Stephen A. spoke about it, and he was like that Shaq, during his Laker years, was obsessed with Big Macs. Yeah. That he, you know, Kobe would come in into the into like the trainer's training room, and Shaq would be sh- chilling, eating Big Macs. You know, you can do, I guess you can kind of eat whatever in your 20s, but as you get older, that yeah. shit, that shit has, takes a toll on you. Yeah, I mean, we, we've heard Paul Pierce talk about that, and what, what, what. Kevin Garnett meant to him in that aspect. If he just yeah, stopped right. drinking soda, yeah. stopped eating fast food. He said he hasn't had he at that time he hadn't had a sip of soda since since the summer that, that KG got traded to yeah, Boston. Like even even when he goes out, he says he has like wine or whatever. He doesn't really drink like alcohol like that. Yeah. So I guess it was just little the little things that Kobe was annoyed with mm-hmm. with Shaq. And it's funny because we were talking about our like all decade team. If Shaq just I don't know, put a little bit of effort. He would have been a Celtic longer. And I think he would have made a, a better impact. Yeah, but at that point in his career, he's not going to change. Yeah, you know? you're right. You're right. Yeah, he's not going right. to. I mean, he's not going to go back and be like, okay, now I'm going to be in the gym all the time yeah, at, couple, at age 37. Yeah, a couple years prior to that, though, when he was in Phoenix, he played damn near 70 games. It's the first time since his early Orlando career. Mm. You, you know, people, people never talk about it much, but the trainers down in Phoenix, I don't know what the fuck they have down there, but like there's players that, older players that are able to, play longer when they're in Phoenix. Look at Grant Hill. Grant Hill was in Phoenix for a few years and looked like you know, Grant Hill of old. Steve Nash was there for how many years? Mm-hmm. Playing his mid-30s, still balling up. It was all downhill after yeah. he left. And, yeah. Shaq, and Shaq was just like, whatever, I'm still getting paid 20-something, whatever, close to 30 mil. But I don't know. Whatever. Sean, don't talk too much over there, please. Hey. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't got too much to say about Shaq yeah. and Kobe. I think they're great, and I think they like each other, and I think I was happy to see them come together after all these years. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the and best just part. shit on fucking Dwight because yeah. everyone could do that. That's true. But no, I think the best part about uh, all of this is everything you hear Kobe say now. He is. It's not like it's not been said to his face mm-hmm. to Shaq, and Shaq just just like, all right, here you go again, bro. All right, okay, I'm sorry. Like, all right, I get what you're trying to say. But anyways. Uh, in case you missed it, Team USA will uh, tip off their World Cup on September 1st against Czech Republic, and then September 3rd against Turkey, and then September 5th against Japan. They are in Group E. World Cup tips off to August 31st. Do we have China. a chance? Can't wait. Do we have a chance? Chance for what? To win it all? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Isn't it weird that we're like, uh, maybe, you know, no. like we're putting out like our Australian team right now. I mean, when you got like, you know, Anthony Davis coming out, you know, Damon Lillard, well, James Harden, all those guys just backing out of the last minute. You're kind of putting a last minute team. Mm. But I don't know. 
I think that I think they're trending upward, even though they they lost for the first time in seventy eight games the other day. But <laughs> they said it was a learning experience, and I think Pop is like, good, good, we fucking lost, great. We're yeah, I think, learn I think it's good they lost. I do think that they're gonna they're gonna win it all still, but it's not gonna be like it's a, not gonna be easy. Yeah, they're not gonna like steamroll people. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough tough series. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's all I got for this edition of In Case You Missed It. As always, follow us on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. And check us out on causewaystreet.com for your, your up-to-date news, rumors, and opinions. And once again, thank you for the uh, questions for yes, our mailbag, yes. our first ever mailbag episode. Yeah, that was good. That was fun. We appreciate it. We should do guys. that more often. Appreciate our listeners, of course. We can't say that enough. Can't express that enough. Um, everyone who submitted a question, thank you. And um, keep up with the, with the support. We appreciate it here, of course, at Causeway Street. And uh, we'll be back next week like we always are. We'll be back. Until next time, folks. Keep keeping out. Bye. Go Pats. <laughs>